The following podcast contains coarse language and adult themes. This week on the show, it's our very first Halloween episode, and we're celebrating with a creepy, kooky, and altogether ooky look at the jolly green giantess herself and a wolf that's where? Right here on Disney Plus. Oh, would you fuck off, Disney Plus? I'm Riggs. And I'm Eddie. And this is the Film Addicts Podcast. He did the monster man. The monster man. It was a graveyard smash. He did the man. It caught on in a flash. He did the man. The monster from my laboratory hey folks and welcome back to the film addicts podcast i'm here with Addie. how you doing man uh after that intro man i'm doing amazing that was amazing it's it's one of my best it's one of my best there's characters coming in goddamn disney plus he keeps busting up our spot but look here we are we're here to talk about it uh werewolf by night uh the disney's or marvel's marvel disney Manizny, whatever you want to call it. Uh, their first special presentation is what they're calling it, whether it's a film or a TV special or whatever the hell it is. We're here to talk about it. And uh, we're also going to talk about um, She-Hulk. Probably, you know, like we were saying, the most divisive of all of the shows thus far um, based on its on its content and also that some people are sexist. But... Um, yeah. <laughs> let's face it that more than anything they call it out in the show as well like they know what they're talking about so but um before we get into all that we're johnny we we, you're out there man you're out there going to the cinema to watch black adam and you're not at home working hard and fast on new themes for this program and we need one for the segment of what are we watching it's good timing could be better, but we'll, we'll figure it out. So, um, what are we watching? Myself, um, I went to cinema. Uh, been a couple of times in the last couple of weeks. And I went to see Halloween Ends. And we spoke about this. Um, it People are talking about it. People are talking about it. And I don't... I'm not a fan of it. But for not not for the reasons that people think. Like, if fucking Stephen King came out and said, oh, you know, it's really good. Oh, my goodness, a horror movie that's, you know, character-driven. So is the first one, <laughs> you know, but it's not... It, it just doesn't feel like a Halloween movie. It feels like something else. It all gets wrapped up really quickly. It does a disservice to legacy characters like um, uh, uh, Laurie Strode and, and, and Michael Myers, who I'm big fans of, of, of you know, if you've seen... Last year, um, uh, for the Stitch Up Halloween a thon episode, I did all of them back to back, and I like most of them, um, the originals anyway. Uh, it's it's my vibe, and it just it didn't it didn't feel right. It wasn't well executed. It was poorly edited. It was um, yeah, it just wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. That's all I'm saying. And um, but the same day, I did go and see Amsterdam as well, which is um, I like I liked all the performances. I like the look of it. I like a fast me. Um, I enjoyed the uh, pageantry of it all, but it was really messy. Um, uh, David O. Russell was obviously given free reign and he's just... It needed a different editor maybe. I don't know. It was just... It was kind of real clunky in places and um, it was... A lot of threads got dropped. Like a lot of things happened and then weren't resolved and it was a weird... It was a weird one. But as I said, all the performances were really good. An old man and an old lady did ditch at one point. Um, he leaned over and went, Are you enjoying this picture? And she went, Meh! 
wrong because she was a giant cat. It was weird. I don't know why she was there. It was Judy Dench from Cats, actually. Um, you know, like that. And, uh, and Addie's, <laughs> Addie's currently having a conniption fit. Um, that's a ridiculous joke. She wasn't a cat person. She was just a normal person. Maybe she's got some cats. I don't know. But anyway, they, they ditched about halfway through. So, uh, But then last weekend, uh, went to the Nova Cinemas uh, on Ligon Street here in Melbourne. And they're doing um, a Brendan Fraser appreciation month or year or whatever it is. They're doing a double bill of his films um, every Sunday. Uh, so, you know, this week coming, it's it's George of the Jungle and Airheads. Uh, Airheads? No. Um, Insane Man. Thinking of that now, I'm going to have to go to the one for Airheads because I love that. And um, and the one that I went to was The Mummy and The Mummy Returns. And it was so much fun seeing those with the crowd. They're so silly in places, especially the second one. When The Rock came on, he was fucking unrecognizable. Like, you think of The Rock now, right? He is... He's he's gigantic. He's got body dysmorphia. Like you've seen him in the middle, those middle Fast and Furious movies. He looks like the literal the actual Hulk. Fucking forget Black Adam. Paint this guy green and just have him play the Hulk. You know. Um, but back then he looked like an actual person. You know, he didn't look like the this. He didn't look like a superhero. You know, he just looked like a really ripped dude because he was just a wrestler. You know, he didn't need to be as big as he is. So. Um, but yeah, people were having fun and the popcorn was good and they've got vegan ice creams and it was, it was just a good time, Addy, I'm going to tell you. What did you been yeah. doing? What have you been watching? Um, I went to the theater and, uh, watched, uh, Smile, which is, which is a horror film and it's amazing. It does, it does uh, things with its characters that are that should be like it's a film that overall should be appreciated more for, like it's it's the director's f- debut for like. Yeah, for, I know. I couldn't believe that when you said that. Yeah, and it's just it's amazing because like it inspired me so much, and like I I I wrote him, I wrote him that like it's inspired me. It's it's amazing, and then he wrote back saying thank you so much, which is always amazing to say. But, I mean, yeah, like people don't have to do that, but it's just. That, that's me like that that's completely on me because like every time every time something like impacts me i like always try to get try to like get hold of the person who made it to like tell them that how much it meant to me so yeah yeah i i, I um contacted um uh, uh the dp of the batman on instagram because he's an australian dude so i felt like the door was a bit more open because i'm an australian dude which is a stupid logic but anyway that's what i did and um and yeah, uh, just to say how much I appreciate it and how wonderful it was to see something like that, you know, photographed in in such a classical way. And yeah, it's it's cool when you can reach out and 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 tell, let people know you appreciate them because you know these guys work in a vacuum a lot of the time, especially the last few years. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, the second film I watched in theaters was uh, Ticket to Paradise, uh, starring <laughs> Batman himself. And oh, the Clune, Clune dog, Batman, and I'm just—I was about to see, say Julia Roberts was poison. I, she wasn't. That was Uma Thurman. Julia Roberts hasn't been in a superhero picture. That's a shame. That's interesting. Yeah. What the fuck am I seeing in the shame? Who would she be? Well, it is a shame. She's she's a good actress. Who 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 would she play out there? Do you think? Um, let us know in the comments. Who should Julia Roberts play in a, in a film, either now or back then? 
you know, back in the back in the Batman times. I mean, she would have been a good poison ivy. She's a, she's a redhead, if nothing else. But yeah, who who do we think? I Catwoman. Think, yeah, I think she would be Shearer, Red Sonya, Meghan Markle. Oh no, she's a, she's new. <laughs> talking about fucking like what anyway suits um and what was the other film sorry oh no sorry you told me what the other film was i've lost my mind you see we're getting to the point it's early it's early days and i'm already going crazy no um the uh the film um what you were talking about with those two in it what was it called again ticket uh, to paradise yeah it's called ticket to paradise and it has kidlin devon in it which is why i went fuck you yeah she's great yeah i don't know why i said that sorry it's all right. You, you can <laughs> shout at the internet. That's what we're here for. Um, yeah, uh, it was it good though. Did you enjoy it at least? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a good like uh, laugh time and like family comedy. Uh, but but wait till it comes to like digital or like streaming services. Cool, awesome. Well, that's what we were watching, and now we're going to move on to the news. first item on the nerd news is ridiculous apparently the script wait hold up wait for the did you flash say dicks two did i say dicks <laughs> probably um i probably said dicks yeah i i say dicks a lot so um <laughs> not yeah in relation to this though yeah, the, there was a lag, so it, it cut over ridiculous. And I think, it, I think it was just, I just, I just heard dicks. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's what happens when you do a, a, a transcontinental podcast. Sometimes words get cut off. Like I was, and then, Aiken, X, like okay, what's it? Okay, yeah, let's let's not do that because then, like, if you intentionally do that, that just like it just scares me a lot. Then. Oh, okay, yeah, and people will be like, "I'm turning this podcast off. It sucks." Um, no, so the the script for The Flash Two has already been written, which is crazy. It was like I was saying to you before. That's like going to the beach without your sh- like driving to the beach without your shoes on. Like I know you know you're going to the beach, but you don't know what you might encounter on the way there. There could be, you know, lava. You could jump over the lava. You could there could be a, a bunch of snapping turtles. There could be clowns killing each other with crossbows, and you're not going to be able to get away from them if you've got bare feet. Is that's the thing that I'm trying to say? That makes sense. It does. It absolutely does. Uh, for me, it's absolute bullshit. I don't. I do not believe it for a bit. Yeah. You, you reckon yeah. it's all hokum? Yeah. Um. Because, I mean, the first one's still in like post production at this point. Yeah. Well, uh, it's just. So much of the media cycle is, and it comes out of it being, it comes comes out of a period of time in in the United States when cable news took over and it became they became twenty four hour channels. Like you need headlines. That's what happens. And I don't know how much of this. That's kind of why I chose. Oh, sorry, I just banged my microphone. Um, that's kind of why I chose these specific stories because they all sound like fucking rubbish to me. That the Flash was one. This next one. Apparently, Warner Brothers have hired producer Charles Roven to develop a new Henry Cavill starring Superman picture. Really? Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, I. Yeah. Is. Mm, like, I don't know. 
and this this is the one that I'm more jaded at, and I'm I'm really like two years ago if you would have said that to me, uh, I would have been laughing. Fucking hell, six months ago you would have said said that to me, I would be crying in my ass off. It took them. It, I've I've seen these reports time and time again for the last decade. Right? It's absolute fucking bullshit. Mm. Yeah, it's it's you know, and I I know that like Henry Cavill's a great actor and 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 you know he didn't get the opportunity to do what he wanted to do with it i just thought they were going to go with val zod but hey what do i know about making movies um and this one also sounds like well actually this doesn't sound like anything harrison ford has been officially cast as general thaddeus ross in captain america new world order now a, a general ross in in you know this picture and thunderbolts or in something or other under some circumstances he becomes a red version of the hulk right with a mustache no less fucking awesome um in fact just paint henry cavill red and he can do it because he's got a wonderful mustache sometimes like in that mission impossible picture but anyway what i'm trying to say is People keep putting, like, I'll put the picture up to you, Eddie, and you can see it there. So, Harrison Ford, and then there's an image yeah. of him, image of the Red Hulk next to him, right? People keep doing that. There's even been people who have taken that and kind of deep faked it onto the Hulk and then changed the Hulk's color. And so, it looks like uh, 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 Harrison Ford, you know, as a Red Hulk. That's not going to happen. It's, that's, just, that's just so that you'll look at the article. He's just going to be a dude in a suit. You think Harrison fucking Ford is going to sit in a volume or have dots drawn all over his face so that he can be animated as a Hulk? No chance. There's no chance. So that, I'm going to call this bullshit. I actually would not call that bullshit news. I think you, he will very well have dots on his fucking face and be the Red Hulk. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. I just I, I, he does he doesn't seem to be that patient. He's not that patient, but if but if you give him fifteen million dollars for having <laughs> dots in his fucking head, <laughs> yes, yeah, of course he's gonna do it. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be in your film at all. I'm not gonna do it at all. Really? How about this truckload of gold bullion that we just dropped off at your house, Harrison Ford? I'm going to buy another island. And finally, this one was fucking lunacy. Okay. Marvel reportedly considered switching out Mark Ruffalo with Edward Norton for the She-Hulk finale. During an interview, uh, the director of She-Hulk uh, revealed that Marvel considered swapping them out. There was a lot of talk about it. Uh, the fact that um, it was the last time they were together, it was a different actor, uh, was playing the Hulk. And Mark Ruffalo made quite a few jokes about it. No fucking way. No way. No way. Not not even on not even on an alternate reality where that happened. Not even on the moon that would happen. For starters, Edward Norton wouldn't come back. He wouldn't. The guy's, you know, notoriously gruff when it comes to his experiences working with Marvel. And he's also notorious for not being a very good dude, uh, you know, to work with. He's just difficult and some actors processes are, you know, are what they are, but yeah, I that is someone please look at this look at look at this article look at this page because of a throwaway comment by a producer you know it's just the news cycle is getting so bogged down with all this garbage i'm majoring in journalism and like the first thing they fucking tell you is get rid of all the books journalism's fucked and then they start teaching yeah yeah which it's, i um, really appreciate which i really appreciate because they're actually telling the truth 
It's funny too because the way that you study something like journalism or it was a girl that I met one time who was studying linguistics and part of the course was um, like meme culture and, and emojis, like how we now communicate pictorially, which we have not done, you know, in day-to-day conversation since we were cave people, you know, like since drawing on caves to, to talk about, you know, to tell stories and things like that. Yes, we've had painters and people like that and artists and writers and poets who have communicated through artistic forms, but just having like being able to send someone a love heart is a very different thing than saying I love you, but it's still a form of communication. Yeah, I mean, journalism is the same. Like you now have to talk about, so what is it? Is it investigative? Are you are you plumbing the depths of the human experience are you investigating to sort of bring things to light or are you talking about how harrison ford might be painted red at some point in the near future you know so there's very there's very different levels it's like that must be a tough tough thing to have to study right now journalism oh absolutely and it's it's a rabbit hole that i'm i am i've gone i've gone down a lot of times and uh I don't. I don't necessarily want to do it today. I know. No, that's totally fine. We we can do, we do do a new podcast. It's called the Journalism Addicts Podcast. <laughs> no thanks. That sounds boring as hell. Um, but all right, Neo, we'll come out of the rabbit hole, and um, let's talk about. Uh, let's start with um, uh, werewolf. It's it's at night. Um, he's werewolf, but only by the night times. What a cool little thing. What a cool little thing for Halloween. I really dug it. I just, it, it hit a sweet spot for me. I don't know. How do you feel about it? Um, I actually really, really enjoyed it. It's, yeah. and uh, I love Man-Thing. Yeah, Man-Thing rules. Yeah. And they made him kind of, you know, there's, uh, there's something great about a sympathetic monster. I mean, ask Guillermo del Toro, like he'll tell you this, you know, monsters. And, and I, I recently saw the original Dracula and the original Frankenstein. The original Frankenstein in particular is is a sympathetic monster, even though he pitches a little girl into a lake. <laughs> he doesn't know he's a baby. He doesn't know what he's doing. I know. I totally get it. You know, they do kind of say that in that film, there's a shot of the guy like going up and, you know, previously in in this, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a lecture hall at a university. There's a, a teacher there talking about, this is a healthy brain coming out of a healthy motherfucker who was just the shit. He was awesome. And this is a diseased criminal brain of, a, or whatever it is, like just a really vicious brain is the point that I'm trying to make. And um, the, the, you know, Igor character, or not Igor, but, you know, the Igor substitute goes in and, and has to steal one of these brains to put into Frankenstein. And he drops the good one and, sh- and it shatters on the ground. It was like something out of fucking young Frankenstein. And he grabs the robber murderer guy's brain and that's what they put in it. So they're kind of like saying that he's he's got that in him. He's got that in his brain. I don't necessarily think that's the case. But yeah, I love I love a sympathetic monster is more my point. And I really like um, Gael Garcia Bernal, the guy who plays um, the titular werewolf, is is such a great actor. He's so unassuming in that role. Um, and of course, you kind of know where it's going. It's called Werewolf by Night. But to have it like, you know, located, a central location, um, it's a quest movie. 
it's only got a couple of movements until you get your werewolfing, you know, and that's that's the third act is your werewolfing. And man, give it up for... I remember when I say, said that they were going to do... Um, it might have even been... We talked about it in one of our episodes. They came out and said, we're doing the, the costume practically. We're not going to do CG wolf. Um, we're going to do it all practical and have a stuntman in the suit. And fuck, it looked good. Yeah, that was that was my only hope, like... Because I didn't know if the werewolf would show up or not. Because, like, I had, I had literally no idea. So, I was like, they're hunting the werewolf. That's the thing that they're hunting. Right? I had no... And then, like, man thing showed up. I was like, oh, okay. So, I guess the werewolf is not a werewolf. Then. Yeah. Like, I know... <laughs> I, I, I don't disagree. Like, at the beginning, they do... It's a bit of a... Um, uh, what do you call it? Um, oh, fuck. Where they sort of leave... It's, a red it's, a, it's a bit of a... Yeah. Yeah, there's lead you one way and then uh, he goes out and it's like, hey, and he's talking a man thing. I'm like, oh, he's going to be the, oh, all right, I get it now. Um, but just that last little last little movement. And they, they got around um, the director of it, who is um, uh, the composer, Michael, what's his name? Michael Giacchino. Giacchino. Wonderful composer, just, just wrote, he's done heaps of stuff for Marvel, but he just wrote the score for The Batman, which is one of the best scores probably of the last decade. Um, he, it's his directorial debut and yeah, being able to get around the, um, uh, uh the, the heavier rating for, for, for on Disney plus and for a Marvel property, um, the black and white. So there's, there's a scene where he's, you know, the werewolf by night is going down a hallway, just slashing and hacking people up and doing flips and shit. And it's awesome. And there's blood splatter on the camera, but because it's black and white, you can kind of get away with it and no one's having sex. And no one's saying the Fs. So, that's the thing that gives you your heavy ratings most of the time anyway. So, yeah, really, really smart way to, to go about it. I love the little, like, film scratches that they added on there. Yeah. Like, of course, it's it's shot digitally. Of but, course, But, like, just, yeah. just having that feel. Like, dude, I'm, I'm a fucking nerd, right? Like, I saw the scratches, like, okay. Like, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, fuck, it's a glitch. Like, my screen. And then I saw it the second, I was like, nope, it's not. And then the third time it happens, like yes, because it it felt so good. It like it, it felt it felt really good to like have something that's that's so unrelated to the to the gigantic MCU, and have something that's just it's so it's it feels very personal, like as in just character wise, it feels very like and like he's like you fall in you fall in love with Jack Russell, like you it's. It's not like you're afraid of him. It's like, yeah, uh, like I need to smell you so I so I don't attack you and I don't kill you. It's it's something that not normally you wouldn't see in a werewolf movie. No, and and it's treated with absolute sincerity as well. It's not. You could play this as B movie. You could absolutely play this as a, as a, like a B grade horror movie, Plan Nine from Outer Space, and just make it silly and funny. But they didn't. They took the time to render these things in 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 you know a beautiful form give everybody characterizations have a real genuine threat there and the threat is an internal threat um and then having a dude like an actual martial artist doing flips around and jumping off walls and doing wire work and stuff this is this is an area of the a corner of the MCU you know you were talking about how she-hulk is is it's a place where everyone can go and just hang out and have a beer this is a place where people can go and 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 be like oh you know, I can, I'm trying not to be, to degrade everything all at once. <laughs> you know, like it's a great everything. 
this is a place where I can find something new in what is the only thing that we're seeing at the moment. You know, uh, Black Adam's a good example of it. Like this is this is the, the tentpole movies um, are all that's being seen. Um, but I'm interested in these little alleys, these back alleys that you know you might sort of find that could be interesting. Um, you know, like. If, you, if they want to do more of these special presentations is, which seems to be the case, they, they're going to stop doing series and start doing these little shorts. If I can find obscure as fuck characters and just make little shorts about them, I would love that. That's a great idea. Yeah, um, I would too, man. And like, th- there's, an, there's like an hour long interview with Michael Giacchino and the editor who edited the film. And uh, he said, uh, Michael Giacchino says that like he's like, uh, he was talking to Kevin Feige one day, as you know, if you're Michael Jake, you know, you normally do. Yeah, you know, you know how it is. Just talking to the Feigs. I mean, we all know he's a robot now, but whatever. We'll yeah. get to that. That's that's the, yeah, that's another That's part. the next bit. Yeah, and uh, they, were, they were just talking about film, which I found so, like, like just, just the art of filmmaking, which I found, like, so, it's, it's I, I, it makes me happy to see that, like, even though Kevin Feige is this... It's a huge robot. <laughs> not literally. Money but, machine. Yeah. Yeah, not literally. But um but yeah, it just like the reason why the MCU is the way it is and it's where it is today is just because of pure pure passion. And uh like uh Michael G. Kinner says that like he, he he's in twenty nineteen he wanted to like start getting into uh like directing again and everything. And uh, Kevin Feige says, "Well, maybe, maybe we could work out something because we're trying to, do, we're trying to launch uh, like our TV shows on Disney Plus, and hopefully one day we are able to do like TV specials." Uh, and mm. then, like all of a sudden, like the conversation sprung into Michael G. You know, doing uh, he he wanted to do a Werewolf by Night special, and then Kevin Feige was like, "What?" Yeah, I mean, like I understand him being like, why, why of that of everything? But because it is so obscure, there's low, it's low risk. They, they were talking, you know, someone toted him on on internet as, oh, you know, he could he could take over from the director who's exited Blade, and he's like, no fucking way, are you kidding me? I've just made one short film for them. I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to go and work with two time Academy Award winner Mahershala Ali. No, thank you. I would love to see him directing like two episodes of the next season of moon knight that's where that's where he would fit amazingly well sure and bring fucking werewolf by night into that that's where moon knight started in a werewolf by night comic like it's gonna happen it has to happen um and you, you don't cast gail garcia banal and not use him you know that's not a one-off um he is a, a fantastic actor he's well accomplished and Geez, he was in such a great film called Amoris Peros um, years and years ago. It was in sort of mid, mid-90s, mid I reckon. Um, uh, it's one of the first films that um, uh, Alejandro Inarritu directed. Just out-fucking-standing. Um, and he's so good in it. Yeah, I've been a big fan of his for a long time. But you don't get him. And it's like Harrison Ford. You don't get Harrison Ford if you're not going to use him. That doesn't mean I think he's going to end up as a big red dude, though. We'll see. Unless we'll someone throws plums at him or something, up. Mr. Mr. Ford, I'm sorry I threw plums at you, but we're trying to we're keeping the budget down. We're going to rub you with plums. Um, you, you should never rub Harrison Ford with plums. So I, I'm going to go ahead. Don't rub, don't rub anyone with plums, right? <laughs> just, just don't. Unless they ask you to. 
I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's don't that's kink a cute shame event. plum lovers. <laughs> All the plum lovers out there, I understand you. I enjoy a peach uh, or an avocado. But uh, yeah, I wanted to. <laughs> Sorry, I'm talking absolute guff. What's up? Uh, b- before we move on to Shield, I, d- I do want to touch on one thing though. Is uh, Michael Giacchino directed, but also composed the score for the film? Of course, yeah, yeah. There's nothing better than a guy who does that, uh, or, you know, or, or the editor as well. Like um, uh, John Ottoman is the, the director of the the first few X Men pitches, who wrote you know the the X Men score, the for the second film. Um, uh, he 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 wrote the score and edited. I think having some of those those jobs, like you know, directing and writing a score, go together really well as two dual jobs. Holy shit! I had no idea, man. Yeah. Like John John Ottoman's score for for the X Men films is fantastic. Yeah, man. The theme uh, that that they wrote for um, the X United or X Two United or whatever the second one, the good one, the really good one. Um, yeah, is is awesome, and yeah, he's he's the editor as well, and it just it gives him a better idea of pacing and. How, you know how something is structured and you know how the beats of something play off and whatever so yeah of course he would have written the music for it absolutely yeah and like the 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 main theme of werewolf by night it's it's one of my favorite themes of the mcu oh really it is so it is so like like you hear it and you're like oh this is so sinister and i love it yeah man it's it was it was really well put together and it had a kind of a classical you know, in, in you were saying in its feel, the way that they kind of treated the footage to make it look like it was an older picture, the sound was like that too. It was it was hollowed out. You know, but back in the days when they were making black and white pictures, and then after sound came in, um, uh, you know, after when they became talkies, they weren't just the pictures anymore. Um, all the microphones were really tinny, and they would they would only pick up that mid range. You get a lot of noise and a lot of background noise and stuff, and they kind of kind of tweaked things here and there to make it sound right. And even something like the CG on on Man Thing was, you know, it wasn't the Hulk. They didn't, they paired it back a lot. Man Thing was practical. Like, un- until that last shot where he actually interacts with him. Uh, like, the shot with him in, like, the... When he comes out of the fucking plants. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, like, at the... When it's still black and white or when it becomes colour at the end, when they're talking about getting sushi. Uh, no, so this, like, of course, like him, like him taking and like killing people and everything. That's, that's CG, of course. Right. But like the close, the close-ups of him and like the, the chest up, it's, he's, it's practical. Is that it's, right? Okay. Awesome. That's, that, that's really cool. I didn't know. So, oh, they might've like enhanced bits and pieces, you know, to make it look a little bit more kind of alive. Um, but yeah, that's super cool then. Well, I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. It's, um. It's it's a corner of the MCU I've wanted them to dive in so badly after, even like after seeing WandaVision of course. Mm. But yeah. Like more more things like this. Yeah, more more of this and, less of everything else. So yeah, more more of this and less of uh your thunders and loves, please. Thunder, yeah. I think the way maybe forward is to D- differentiate between what you're targeting at, at, a, at a younger market and what you're targeting at an older market. And if you if you want to keep the people who you've got who are currently young adults, you stay the course of, of where things were after Endgame. 
Um, and then you can do some kid stuff and then you can also do some of this cool gothic stuff that, you know, goes into the supernatural places where you will find, you know, um, uh, Black Knight and Blade and Werewolf by Night and Moon Knight and, you know, Morbius. <laughs> you have to get that in there, right? I fucking love Morbius. It's so shit. Did you watch it? I've seen it like three times, man. It's just, it's such an oddity. I can't, I can't look away. I remember Kevin Smith talking about um, uh, Batman and Superman, the, the, the Dawn of Justice, um, that one. Uh, he was talking about it and he, he was like watching it for the sixth or seventh time and his wife came in and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this is, you said this isn't good. And he's like, I'm going to watch it until I fucking love it. I have to understand, you know, like there's, there's, at some point, there'll be a corner that I turn. I'll be like, Morbius is the best Marvel movie that's ever been made. I don't know. It's just so... It's so... Everything that we talked about, um, you know, we, we've talked about recently about, you know, movie by committee and, and, and how Sony isn't making these movies for the, the, the art form. You know, they're not doing that. They're, they're doing it to make money. And they feel like that because they're they're it's like it's like the mandarin you know in 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 uh iron man 3 where he's like you know it's a bit um, it's a bit what's no 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 i'm talking about uh he's talking about the um the fortune cookies or fortune cookies or actually an american thing because they're hollow and leave a bad taste in your mouth that that you know, whole speech about them. That's what that, that stuff feels like. I know there's a bunch of pictures getting around the web at the moment of um, the Madam Web movie, like the Madam Web movie. Are you fucking joking? Like, what are we doing? But it's like a, it's like a car wreck. I just can't look away. It's a car. It's a car wreck in slow motion. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. And I'm, I'm at full speed and I'm just watching it from all the different angles going at some point here, I'm going to be able to see a place where you can save this person and they're not going to get decapitated um you know what i'm saying and it's okay we can talk about decapitation it's the halloween episode but from decapitation to big green people um if you haven't if you haven't checked out werewolf one night do check it out and save it for halloween it's a good halloween picture um enjoy yourselves or you can come on over to the stitch up and watch the screamathon episode that'll be dropping on youtube on uh october the 31st at 5 p.m eastern standard time but do a little plug for my other show. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Um, She-Hulk, attorney at law. Let's talk about it. This is this is one of kind. It is, it is so out of the norm of what Marvel had been doing. Um, I'm not 100% on board with everything that was done, but I will say this much. Tatiana Maslany is one of the finest actors of her generation and she's been relegated to the tv land because she's worked on shows that have had long seasons i saw her in one film called stronger with um jake gyllenhaal which was about a, a gentleman who was injured during the boston bombings the boston marathon bombings and she played his partner she was great in that but she was in, in orphan black she played a bunch of different characters you know different things and she was so great in this she is she's just the coolest she's just so fucking cool um you know she's not an every girl um you know the way you have the every man uh she's a very particular person she has a particular um set of uh, uh personal personality traits and values 
and that is what is tested. But her, as an actress, that was the only reason I kept coming back. Honestly, after the after the pilot, I was like, okay, cool, I'll, I'll keep watching, and it and it was going nowhere fast. I couldn't see what the hole was. Maybe I'm, maybe I was looking too hard, but I was only Nobody watching it would- for her. Nobody fucking knew what the whole where was. Yeah. I don't even know if they did until they got to that final episode and they're like, let's tie everything up and nice little bow and there there we go. Nice little bow. Yeah, um like like I've said, um I enjoy I have enjoyed uh She Hulk a lot. I do think the episodes are way too short. Like they need to be like forty minutes episode just footage, please. I th- that you know why that is? Because they're they're get leaning into sitcom convention. Like as in the way that sitcoms are, you know, 27 minutes or whatever. Yeah, but like if you have a 42 minute episodes and you have six minutes of credits, that's... <laughs> it's true. There's a lot of fucking credits. Like we know everyone. Just put it at the end in a thing that we can watch and, and use your runtime to actually do story. I get that. Yeah. The other thing but, that I, was, yeah, I... I will say... Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. The other thing I say, because I, I come out from character always, like you, 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 we've we've been doing this long enough for you to know that I'm I'm all about character and story and intent and obstacles and and, and intentions, um, you know that's that's what drives a story. It has propulsion. So it was the characters who I was most interested in. I feel like they did a real disservice to Emil Blonsky. I love Tim Roth. I think he's just a spectacular actor, and I've liked him for years since since I saw him in. Um, uh, Rosencrantz and Gilgenstern are dead, uh, which is a wonderful film with him and Gary Oldman and and um, oh, who's the other guy? Richard Dreyfuss. And um, I I like the character of Emil Blonsky in that uh, Incredible Hulk movie because he's I like the drive. He's like, man, I wish I could put all the training and all the knowledge and all the battle, you know, uh, 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 brandedness of, of, of this, you know, persona that I now have and put it in the body of myself when I was 20. I'd be unstoppable. And that's why he he gets, you know, um, what's his name to put the, the, the serum in him so he be- and then he becomes the abomination. And that last fight, like whether you like the Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Norton or not, that last fight in Harlem is fucking awesome. Like it really holds up. It's so integrated practically within the environment. Um, it's got these two hulking creatures. They're creatures just whooping each other's ass up and down a New York street. It's it's comic book stuff that that you know you you if you you opened a comic book and saw that and it was you know put together by some artist that you're a huge fan of, you'd be You'd be elated by how good it is. Um, and I think by neutering him and, and making him this sort of, he's like a half new age guy, but he's also kind of a weird cult leader too. I, I just, I, it makes no fucking sense from where he ended up being this battle hardened uh, 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 military veteran who wanted power to being this sort of soft spoken kind of Charles Manson-y dude without the murder part, you know? I, I, I wasn't... I'm not too sure about it. I don't know. I don't know. A Charles Manson-y person without the murder part. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't think that it served the idea of it's what a- that character could be. I kept waiting for him to turn and be like... And then, you know, you get to the final episode and 
it, that's sort of where it's going and then the whole f- script gets flipped you know and i i i completely uh, understand where you're coming from i think him turning would not make sense in a show like she hulk because it doesn't okay. serve because it doesn't serve anything to her story i mean he does turn and then he does does go back to jail mm but in the show that is so meta and so and it's so like in front of you i don't i don't think amir blansky like turning bad again would make sense mm. and i kind i kind of like that like all these nine uh weeks i was like oh shit is he bad is he good i don't know what to do like is he going to turn is he not i kind of like that it's the same with uh, with rings of power where where like you put into a position where you know the Sauron is there but you don't know who it is so everyone you meet you question okay it's i, I like that that they that he like changed i guess yeah i mean i'm not saying that characters shouldn't grow it just felt in the end weird that he didn't there wasn't something bigger for him but maybe there will be i don't know he buggers off with wong again so that could be fun and he's going to be in thunderbolts um, I hope I hope he is. I don't think that I don't think they've confirmed it, but I hope he is. I'll watch. Like I said, I'll watch Tim Roth do anything. But um, yeah, I think that that's that's what kept me coming back was this 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 character stuff. Let's just we'll talk about the <laughs> the big green giant in the room or the big green elephant in the room. What did you think of the the CG? Because I think it was sometimes it was great and then sometimes it wasn't. Like it was, it, you know. And again, I'm not judging too harshly because I don't do this. You know, I'm not a visual effects artist. I know visual effects artists. I know visual effects artists who work for Marvel, um, and it's it's hard work. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think people judged it really, really harshly, really, really early, and it, sometimes it looked amazing, um, and then sometimes maybe the lighting was different. I don't know. How, how did you feel about it? Well, people just did. Be- Most people just did were afraid that Marvel was going woke. Was that's, going woke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, because because apparently that's a bad thing. Anybody with a fucking social conscience these days is called woke. You can get fucked. Like wokeness has has been radicalized. Like anything else that has power. People have taken it and, and, and turned it into something that it shouldn't be and, and it's been polluted and now no longer serves the people it was created to serve a woke movement. Um and and, and yeah, now it's now it's used by fucking incels who, you know, could never get a woman like Tatiana Tatiana Maslani or, or she <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like there's nothing here for you because you're a fucking and it's not because of the way you look. It's not because of the way your personal hygiene. It's not because you're wearing a Betty Boop t-shirt that has cigarette burns all over it. It's because you're a fucking piece of shit is why. It's because you don't have, you know, you don't have that social thing that everybody else does. Sorry, it was me ranting. Just have, I had a problem with it's internet trolls. Like the, the She-Hulk part is, is, is going to be a certain thing. But I just want to point out, me, me, and you saying or She Hulk was not was not practiced or scripted. No, or, no, we we, didn't, we don't do that. We don't practice it. I mean, you can tell by the rest of the show. None of this is rehearsed except for my intro, <laughs> which doesn't always you know stick the landing either. But um, yeah, I think uh, as far as the um, you're probably right. You know, it's probably more people. It's funny because then 
like I said to you, you know, you're watching it and things are kind of going on, you know, this is happening here and she gets a new suit and she gets a new job and she meets the guy who makes the costumes and she gets into a punch on with, you know, these sort of incel guys and sleeps with one of them. And that's kind of the building narrative, you know, that someone's trying to steal her blood. And, and then you've got, uh, you know, the, the episode with Matt Murdock was great. Like him coming in and everyone's like, oh, he's so different. He's not as dark as he was. Daredevil's really funny. Like there's there's some some great comedy in the Daredevil show. Um and Charlie Cox is fantastically cheery and uh, you know a wonderful presence. Even something as silly as like if you've ever read Daredevil, like if you've read a decent chunk of Daredevil and I have. Like I've I've read Daredevil from back when Frank Miller was writing it, then when Kevin Smith was on it, Brian Michael Bendis, Mark Way, like I I'm a huge fan of Dead um uh Daredevil. He's been this before. He's been this version before. It's it's great, you know. It's 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 good to have something different. Him doing the walk of shame, and her coming out, and it, she's like, "I just saw a guy in a devil suit doing the walk of shame," and she was like, "Yeah, that was me." Like, and him going good morning to that woman walking out with no shoes on. Um, by the way, walk of shame is a term that was used in the show. It's not a term that I'm using. Um, yeah, and 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 like him sort of talking about how he can hear their heartbeats and. And, you know, I'm a, I'm, I do this all the time. You just wait here and I'll go and whoop these guys' asses. And then he does. And then she comes down and, you know, breaks through the thing. And it just, that was like, okay, my interest is, I'm peaked again. Hello. And then that, the end of that episode is the 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 penultimate where um she hulks out for the first time. And I messaged you and I was like, holy shit. You know, it after the pilot, finally we have some fucking stakes. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that episode, a lot of people were waiting. And... I have to say though, a lot of people are waiting for the episode so that they could bash not only She-Hulk, but also Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> and bash Marvel for ruining both of those characters. Exactly. And to them, I say nothing but peacefully, fuck you and Dick. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say fuck your own dick peacefully, I don't think. Uh, namaste, a fuck your own dick. <laughs> what? He ended, that guy ended that yoga class really weird. Did you hear what he fucking said to me? <laughs> We're all women as well. Like, I don't even... Whose dick is he talking about? Um, yeah, no, you're probably hey. right. I, I, th- this stuff has a has a has an audience built into it that is already... They're toxic. There's no other way to say it. They're toxic. Yeah, they're knives out, like, straight away. They're, they're literally saying, oh, I'm going to give the internet a piece of my mind. And It's funny, I was... I was doing the, and I'm not plugging it again. I'm just bringing it up because it's relevant. The 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 Screamathon episode of the Stitch Up that comes out at the end of the month. One of the Scream movies, the most recent one, it deals with toxic fandom, um, because it's you know people coming back and wanting to sort of reclaim the the pop culture that's built around these the, the Woodsboro murders that happened in the, the original. Um, I won't spoil it or anything, but you know that's what it is, and it's people who feel like who need a platform to be whatever they want to be, you know? And, and that's the excuse is like, oh, they're hurting the thing that means the most to me when really that's got nothing to do with it. It's just, you would find a reason to be a hateful piece of shit without all this stuff. She-Hulk didn't make you an asshole. <laughs> you were an asshole. You, were, you an were, asshole were just outed. First. Yeah, you're an asshole first. She-Hulk happened around your asshole, you know? That's a weird sentence. That's a weird sentence, don't you think? <laughs> Daredevil happened around your asshole. See, you say that you say things like that, and then my mind just starts imagining shit. I just, I, 
you're a visual person. I get it. You 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 start thinking in images. I totally understand. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, anybody else out there. Um, but uh, yeah. So yeah. We, speaking of, of of you know That's addressing what? these things. Oh, okay. We get halfway through the final episode, and she pulls the pin. I mean, she's been talking. She's breaking the fourth wall, but this is this is beyond meta. This is so this is so self-referential. Kevin Feige has literally disappeared up his own anus. Like he has he has he has blinked out of a dimension like fucking Mr. Mixelplix when he says his name backwards. That's a Superman joke for anybody out there who enjoys those. You know what I mean? He just he is it's like that scene in in um, Aladdin where uh, you know the the genie puts his hand in his own hand and then pulls himself out and becomes the magician thing. The like the backflip that they had to do to get to this point where she is you know comes out of the you know knowing that they're on a streaming platform comes out of the tile spoilers for all of this by the way we'll put that in the the, the thing comes out of the tile and goes into the the Marvel assembled thing the making of and you know ends up in the Marvel offices and is you know with the writers and i'll tell you the bit that fucking got me is where they're like you know it's it's kevin you know kevin's behind it's what kevin wants and she's like yeah but what about what i want it's my show it's supposed to be a legal drama why is it ending with all these men fighting why has it got this guy using my blood to become another hulk this is garbage and she's right it is it was so obvious i was like oh this sucks and then it all turned but she said <laughs> she says i want to speak to kevin they all laugh and the guy was like <laughs> It's like I would literally kill you for Kevin. Oh, just it just made me so happy that they had the balls enough to be like, you know what? We've made some mistakes. We're aware of them. We're going to use this wonderful young woman as a conduit to talk about all the things that we've missed and all the things that we can repair now that we're into a new phase. And then meeting Kevin as a robot is just like it's really funny. It's really funny and, and good on him for having the sense of humor enough to do it. Dude, I kid you not, I was screaming my ass off. I was like, no way, no way. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what else are you going to do? How else can you respond to something like that, you know? But man, like think, things like the, the, the finale of She-Hulk like, makes me, makes me want to like, run, a, run a reaction channel because, man... Nobody was with me, but I swear to God, if you take if you take that part of my life and put it into any context, people will say I'm fucking crazy because I just I was just screaming like fuckers. You could do you could do a side thing. We've got a YouTube channel. Anybody want to see Addy's reactions to shit? We'll start filming them. Right? Um, yeah. No, I totally I totally get it. It was just it was such a big idea, um, and for her to be able to go, and you can just you can be. Um, whatever you want about it. If you don't like it, it's totally fine. You you know, you don't have nobody, everybody doesn't have to agree all the time. I just think it's a, it's an interesting choice. Like I said, it, it subverted what I thought was going to happen. What I, what I thought was going to happen started happening. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, why is he another, another Hulk, this incel? And then she gets, and then she's like, that's, that's shit. And I don't want to beat him up. I want to fucking arrest him and, t- and, and try him for, for, you know, all the horrible things he's done and, and, you know, putting that images of me out there and, you know, defamation, if nothing else. And then she's like, "That? why would Bruce come back? This is my show. I don't need to be saved. Like, it was just such a loud voice of reason that, that Marvel hasn't had for, you know, we're going on, to, you know, to, to 15, 20 years or something. Um, but the one that, that got me 
was like, you know, he, he's like, we can't do that. Like, he sounded like Hal from fucking 2001 Space Odyssey. We can't do that and whatever. And she says, uh, you know, but that's what he, that's what Hulks do. We smash things. We smash buildings. We smash fourth walls. Sometimes we smash Matt Murdock. And like, <laughs> it's just like directly to the camera and that great hanging on to the end of it and just, you know fuck it got me it just I, I i hadn't laughed out loud at that show at all until that moment yeah i mean people are still mad that like um matt murdoch's end game is karen page i'm like okay so that doesn't mean he can't have fucking sex with jen no it's well, not what's that's wrong not, with you that's not true anyway karen page was fucking you know spoilers for anybody who hasn't read a comic book in the last 25 years karen page was killed off during kevin smith's guardian devil run this bullseye killed her. He threw a fucking goddamn billy club at her and it stabbed her in the chest. She saved, she died saving Daredevil. Uh, like, she, you know, that that character is, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that's going to happen in the movies and stuff like that. But, but And he's also a player. Like, he's fucked everybody. He's Black Widow. Um, you know, uh, I don't know if he slept with Jessica Jones. Uh, but he's got, he's got hose in every area codes, you know. Um <laughs> I've never used that that phrase before. It seemed fitting though for this. But yeah, in the in the book, especially during Michael Brian Bendis's run, he has a lot of different, you know, lady partners. Electra, like it's he's a good looking dude. She's a good looking woman. They fucked. Like get over it. It's what happens when two gorgeous people get together. It's you know, it's it's wonderful. Fucking leave the mask on too. Forget about it. You know, just enjoy yourselves. <laughs> Maybe hold yeah. out in the middle of it and see what happens. You know. He's durable. I mean, he does he does flips. <laughs> yeah. People are mad that he did flips. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Just shut the fuck up. That fight scene with him and her was awesome. Like where he was jumping up and down and going down the, the um uh, uh car park tower thing. Super cool. Building. And you were right, you sent me that image of someone like the guy the whoever did this, you know, directed this episode to do the stunt work for this episode should do the fucking nightwing picture. Please. And like I love like the reason why I love the show is that it it's so perfectly done, and and it's like I'll give you one example right. In in the episode that Daredevil shows up, they're fighting they're fighting in the, they're fighting Frogman. I don't know what the fuck he is. He he's modeled after Frogman. That's all I know. Sure. Right. Um. And like Daredevil says that I'll go down and I'll fight them. And then you come in or whatever, right? And he goes down. He fights a bunch of people, and then it's it's and then it's like you get the daredevil feel. He's in the hallway. He's waiting for ten guys to show up, and boom, sh- boom, she comes. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. He does get a minute to kind of thrash a few dudes, you know, daredevil style, which I dig a lot. Like those those three seasons are still the best TV they've done. Um, absolutely. Particularly yeah, in the like, second season. Like, the reason why you don't get a whole fight scene is because it's not his show. It's yeah. Jen's show. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, he is a supporting cast member. Um, that's why at the end, he's sitting there having dinner with her family. And she's just cuddling up to him. And he's like, I'm only staying a week. You know, I've got to go back to work and go back to Hell's Kitchen and get ready for my new show. Um, you know, and I di- I kind of dig the new costume as well. Like I like the plain red, but Daredevil's had a bunch of different costumes. I even like the the OG one with just the the mask without the eye holes. Like it's a good character, and, and he's he's played really well. Um, but I think it's a great way to 
have her interact with, you know, someone in the legal profession because it is a legal show and it's a legal sitcom. Um, but, you know, you can take that other places now as well. You know, she can, she can end up being a different, a different thrust uh, for uh, uh, the future of what this is. And again, representation. Did I say thrust and you laughed? I'm sorry. I meant a story thrust, like a movement forward, you jerk. Don't be so dirty. so dirty all the time. I'm I'm a fucking teenager, man. Stop. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm a 40-year-old man. (laughs) Talk about dicks. Talk about dicks on the daily. Talk about daredevils and, 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 and people doing all sorts of green... In a course, it's wonderful. Um, it is. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh yeah, the bit where she sort of sits down and starts talking to him, and she and she's like, "I can ask you some questions," and and she goes, "When are we going to get the X Men?" And she like looks at the camera and gives the thumbs up, she, and they're yeah. like, "I can't tell you that." Like it's just, yeah, it was really fun. It it brought back a lot of goodwill for me. Um, but again, I'll I will watch anything tati i will i will watch tatia Maslani, uh, tatiana maslani do my eulogy um she's that good she's she's seriously you know one of the best actresses um working today you said that before on the show i'm trying to think where and in what context but i can't think of it we were talking about before. when this show was announced and or well, not announced but when it was started to come out and they were doing promotional stuff for it because the trailer came out and you know everybody did backlips on the internet like it looks shit well, yeah well you know so does your one-bedroom apartment, dickhead. And um, <laughs> whatever. You know, you can buy curtains. You don't have to use a sheet, he says knowingly. Um, yeah, like I- I've said about because I talked about her last time when, you know, we-, we spoke about it and how great Orphan Black is and how much of a, a, a sh- how I- much I enjoy that show. Sorry, my words are all over the place at the moment. <laughs> See, no, no, that, no. Defeat, that defeats the purpose of you saying that your words are all over the place because those aren't words. <laughs> That's true. My sounds are all over the place. I've turned into... I've gone full Muppet. I've gone full Kermit. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is there anything else that you wanted to, to mention about, about She-Hawks? <clears throat> what do you reckon for Jesus season Christ. two? You get a season two? Yeah, of course you're going to get a season two. I think that's for sure. Hmm. Like... I mean, unless she like shows up, okay, we might not get a season four until like until like this phase is over. I don't think we're gonna get season two, uh, but I'm hoping to get like the only the only season two I want is a Hawkeye season two. Cause, yeah, like, yeah. Because I'm because I'm missing the the everyday text that do you see do you see the episode and and then we're gonna write a review about it. I'm not missing that now. That was so much fun, man. That was just such a like for those who don't know. Before Addy and I started this podcast, we you know met online, <laughs> which sounds sexier than it was, but we just started talking about nerd stuff. And Addy was gonna do um, the Hawkeye reviews like after an episode dropped in um, last summer. And I asked him if he wanted winter. me to help. Well, yeah, okay, it was summer in Australia, but yeah, winter, winter in the states. Yeah, okay. Christmas time. It was a great. I'm going to watch it again this Christmas, absolutely. Um, and uh, I said to him, "Do you want me to to like edit them for you? Because I'm a like you know, I'm a writer. I've, I've done script doctoring for people before, and I edit people's text and you know, do all that kind of stuff." And he was like, oh, let's write them together. Like, you do half as well. And I, I, w- I loved it. I would watch the episode. And then the following morning, I would get up early, 
um, a, a, a workout or go for a swim or whatever. And then I would take my laptop and go to a cafe and just get a coffee and just sit there and, and write this review. And it was just, it made it, it honestly helped me fall in love with writing again. Cause I was so burnt out at that point. I'd been working on harmony, um, which is a screenplay I was writing for the better part of eight months. And it wasn't, I was having trouble getting to, I'd finished it, but I was having trouble feeling it. Like I was, there was something wrong with it. And just through the process of writing over time, working on those Hawkeye reviews and, and being at the computer, I kind of was like, actually, I love this. I, I, I think I can find something else. And then in three months time, I had the final draft of Harmony done. So bless you, sir. Bless you. Um, let's do, you hear me? Disney Plus? Yeah, I'm still here because I've been waiting around since the intro. Yeah, well, you do that. You wait there. What's up with Hawkeye Season 2? Yeah, we'll talk about that um, another lot off mic. We've got um, got some other things coming as well. I don't care about all that stuff. All I care about is Hawkeye. Well, you can get fucked. God damn you, son. Ooh, he's swami. <laughs> what? What are we talking about? One of us is oh being an idiot. I think it's you. Um... Is there anything else that you wanted to say about about uh, the she she hulks attorney at law? I think season two. Just before you before we go on, um, I think it'd be good if she started her own practice, specifically for, 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 for you know it doesn't necessarily need to be specifically for super people, but for the same way that Matt uh, like Murdoch and Nelson started to help people, um, because there's people in California who have very different problems than people in New York, um, you know things like likeness rights and being taken advantage of by agents or management and you know in the hollywood system and fucking bring wonder man into it um you know it's uh there's a whole bunch of really cool options um you know now that they're getting that show as well to cross over so that would be that would be my hope for hope for season two a bit more a bit more legalese yeah absolutely we also had a lot of like different like we had frogman but we also have mystery model Mm. He was great. I really liked that episode. <laughs> what a douche, you know? <laughs> he just jumps out the fucking window. And like he tries to do he tries to do that again. I'm like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's just like everything that's wrong with m- m- like men. I suppose people's inability to relate to each other is is like I'm gonna get out of this by doing the most extreme shit possible. And for him, it's jumping out of a window. I love it. Yeah, uh, I do. I do want to talk about the the CG for a minute. I I know you did, but yeah, I, go for it. Yeah, um, yeah, I did ask you, but I might have run roughshod over what you were trying to say because my brain's going at a thousand miles an hour. That I I purposely I, I purposely didn't talk about the CG because I right. kind of don't want to, but since since we're here, I, I uh, let's do it. Um, sure. it was okay. It wasn't it wasn't something that like took me out of it. At all, like I mean, it, it's a green person, but I'm I'm a I'm I'm an ED I'm, what I'm an easy audience. <laughs> I guess um, it's okay to be yeah. that too. You know, you don't you don't have to you don't have to fucking dig deep on everything. You can just enjoy things for what they are. Like you said, just hang out, have a beer. Yeah, like like people are complaining that like people are complaining about a lot of shit, right? People are complaining about a lot of shit regarding this show. People are saying that it's not connected to the MCU. It's not like they can't, like they're not, they're not like going big on storytelling and everything. It's like, you don't get the point. 
the point is not like huge as fucking storytelling and like spectacular fucking visuals or anything. Mm. It's a character driven comedy. And like, it's something that most people don't know, but like a, a sitcom has like, you know, you have three acts, right? A sitcom skips on the second act because you don't have that much time. So mm. you go from setup to resolution. Yeah, sure. That's so true. And it's What's, also true that, you know, yeah, we, no, it's okay. That we, what you were talking about, how people are expecting something of it because that they've been fucking brainwashed to, to feel that that's kind of what they need is that thing that Marvel does. Up to Endgame, you know, and probably maybe maybe that last, uh, the second Spider-Man picture, the Far From Home one, which is supposed to be the end of that like phase. And then they, I mean, we were talking about it, you know, we're doing Moon Knight and stuff. How could they kind of all splintered off and went in different directions. You're right. You're absolutely right. It's, they're just going to different corners of the MCU that you haven't seen. And that's why they all feel different and disparate because they're all trying to do something, you know, that hasn't been done before. And that's just something that's dawned on me now. And I'm starting, starting to feel like maybe I've been a little bit too harsh. I need to give these things a bit more credit because they're just, they're going, oh, look over here. What's he, what's this? It's a, it's a, you know, a, a person with a severe, um, mental condition you know multiple personality disorder or that's not what it is it's it's i know that's not what it is uh dissociative identity, identity disorder dis- yeah Disso- discernment and then turn dissociative identity disorder um but he's also you know uh, uh, the the living embodiment of an egyptian god um and, and over here um we've got this this you know lawyer woman who's having to deal with you know being single and dealing with trolls and being a superhero while trying to have a, a, you know, a law career. And she breaks the fourth wall, you know, and her cousin's the Hulk. And then over on this side here, we've got a, you know, a legacy story about one of the original Avengers and how difficult it is to be an Avenger when you're just a human, like all these places that we haven't seen. You're right. You've just, you literally just cracked my head open and poured hot Marvel lava into it. Marvel lava. That's the second time I've said lava in this podcast today. I think it just doesn't no, come up that first... lava doesn't come up that often. I just thought I'd mention it. Yeah, unless unless you're a Star Wars fan. Yeah, yeah, or a volcanologist. <laughs> <laughs> you probably say it every That's day. That's a real thing. Yeah, people who study volcanoes. Yeah. I just thought they're <laughs> scientists. Man. Well, yeah, they are, but the specific scientists is like you know, this doctor. You go to a doctor; it doesn't necessarily mean he's a doctor of everything. He needs to be a doctor of something specific, like. Oh, I'm a pediatrician or I'm a, you know, the foot one. Podiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of peas. Yeah, but if, if I have to go to a doctor, I'll go, I'll go to Dr. Manhattan who's a doctor of everything. You just want to go to Dr. Manhattan because he's big swinging blue dick everywhere. I know. I know what's up. <laughs> you know You're absolutely guy- fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> um, that's, fuck, that's a good TV series. Get into it. If you haven't seen Watchmen... The, the, the Damon Lindelof series. Just enjoy yourself. And there is a huge <clears throat> blue penis in it. It's spectacular. Just swinging dicks. Wait, really? Yeah. I mean, you know, like in the, you've seen the, the, the um, geez, we're getting off the point, but that's all right. Um, you've seen the Watchmen movie, yes? Yes. Yeah, that's a, that's a dick. That's some dicks. Correct? No. Yeah. But in the TV series, he's not always CG. Sometimes he's just painted blue and it's a really, it's a big, Big blue painted dick. And God bless it. I gotta watch that show. I gotta watch that show. (laughs) 
you'll watch it for the dick you come for the dick stay for the story because it really is <laughs> come for the dick stay for the squids it's 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 one of the best things you'll ever see i guarantee it it's like you're describing portman <laughs> <laughs> well that's kind of that's kind of true also <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're talking about the CG of She-Hulk. I'm sorry. It's all right. The CG of She-Hulk, tangentially related to big blue penises. Um, yeah, I, 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 I it, it didn't really bother me either. Like someone said to me that it looks like, um, uh, it looked like Shrek. No, it didn't. The reason why you say that it looks like Shrek is because that's the only green female character that you know. Fiona. That's not yeah. a bad thing. Yeah. So you're trying to make it a bad thing, which is not a bad thing. Mm. Your mm. your mind say your mind says that it looks like Fiona because that's the only connection you have to a green person, a female green person anyway. Yeah, it's the only frame of reference that you have. I get it, but look, you know, people are either gonna love it or they're gonna hate it, or they're gonna love it or they're gonna hate it. Me, I don't love it, I don't hate it, I'm just happy with it. And and you know, yeah, like you said. This conversation has been great because it opened up some some doors to some other things. Maybe go and revisit a few things without, you know, just go, let's, let's enjoy this the way that I enjoyed Hawkeye. Let's enjoy this for what this is and don't think about what it might be and what it was. Let's, be, let's live in the now, people. Um, you know, you stop looking behind and in front. Let's, let's look at what we've got. So, fantastic. Wonderful. Wonderful to chat about She-Hulk and Werewolf by Night. Do go and check them out. We did talk about Werewolf by Night and it being a Marvel special presentation. We mm. do have a Christmas uh, special, which which is the Guardians Christmas special, right? Is that this year? I think it's supposed to. If Guardian comes out, if Guardians comes out next year, it's, it's supposed to be this year, right? Okay, I just you, you would think. I mean, it's nearly the end of October. You'd think they would have promoted it by now, right? Yeah. Oh, is it is it that one of those things where it comes out in in the summer, or like U.S. summer? But it's actually meant to be a Christmas special or some shit. I don't know why you'd do that, but, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're just running behind. I, it's, it's weird. I don't know what that is. If it's... Is it got the actors in it or is it animated or what the fuck? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's directed by James Gunn. It's, it's no, I, I understand that. I just wasn't sure if it was... It doesn't necessarily mean it's not animated. There's a whole bunch of Groot short films on there at the moment. of Just Baby Groot getting around being Baby Groot. Probably voiced by Steel Vin Diesel. Tis that guy has made some great career choices. I don't I don't think it's a voice but with these enough. No? No, oh, that's a shame. Don't worry about Vin. He's got work. Do not worry about Vin Diesel. He's gonna be fine. Fast and Furious 30, baby! Fast <laughs> You can't go that fast with a fucking simmer frame. God's sake. Well, it's it's fast. The story of the Furious. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's Fast and Furious and it's just, you know... Uh, Family. Them having diarrhea <laughs> in an old folks' home. Not at all. What are you looking up? I'm looking up the Christmas special. People didn't tune in to hear you look up things. They t- tuned in to, to hear us talk about intellectually. We're journalists no, we here. We're pop Hold culture up. journalists here. It comes out this year. It does? Well, there you go. It says... For- Wait, what the fuck? It's his first episode date release, December 2022. Awesome. I'm sorry. That was a whole tangent. No, that's totally good. Totally good. Wonderful. I'm excited to hear about it, uh, whatever that will be. Um, just before we, we move on, uh, you know, we were talking about the marbles and me and Adi have been chatting about this um, all this week and he, he ran out 
He did run out, he did, to a bookstore and purchase this book. Um, I've just completed, uh, I'm just looking for the book because it's in my office. Hold on one second, just so I could get the uh, writer's name right. Um, I just finished a book called All of the Marvels, An Amazing Voyage into the Marvel Universe and 27,000 Superhero Comics, uh, written by Douglas Walk. And um, it's this guy who um, kind of, you know, as we as we do learn throughout the book, kind of by way of um, bonding with his son, uh, read every single Marvel comic, like superhero comic in continuity um, from its inception to, I think, the end of 2017. Um, and he wrote a book about it. And it is one of the finest pieces of pop culture journalism I've ever read. It is, And it's not like he just talks about them chronologically or he just talks about... Um, you know, one specific thing or, you know, uh, uh, one specific time period. He goes through and cherry picks the most important parts and they all kind of loop together with this wonderful, you know, thing that, you know, that beca- is the Marvel universe, you know, the comics universe and now the cinematic universe. You know, these are stories. It is the longest single running narrative in human history. And if just take a second to think about that. And then if you, if you think that that's a really interesting fact, you will love this book because it, it, it shows you the path. He literally calls it um, a, a tour, like a museum tour. Um, it's so good. I can't wait for you to read it, Addy. It's, you're going to love it. It's, it's one of the best books I've ever read. I, I, did, I did go to the bookstore and I uh, booked it. So whenever like, so they order it and whenever it comes, I'm going to buy it. I got it on, I was listening to a podcast and uh, Mark Bernard, and the, the, um, the writer and, and podcaster was talking about it. And uh, I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. And I've, it's literally been sitting on a shelf since 2020. And I've just picked it up the other day. I was like, oh, this looks interesting. It's a nice hardcover so I can take it places without it getting damaged. Um, and uh, and yeah, I started reading it while I was away and fuck, super good. But anyway, enough of all that literacy, literacy, literary nonsense. Let's get into some question nonsense. We have question. Do we have any questions? We do. We do. We do. We have. We have. We have questions. How many questions do we have? Oh, we have the three questions. Three questions. But before that, here's the question theme song. All right, questions. These three, give me the, give me, give me some. So I've answered this question like in the episode already. But, okay. Um, Is it how many uh, uh, woods could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? No. Okay. The answer is eleven, but whatever. Keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> you caught me off guard, man. Caught myself off guard. I didn't know I was going to say that. <laughs> Just came out. Sorry. Uh, you answered the question during the episode. It's question number one. And what was it? A question is, what is something you really want to tell the haters of She-Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> Last one. Let me see if I can be really succinct. I'm not going to be civil. I'm going to just say it. Yeah. No, that's fine. You, you, you go ahead. Scream. Do it. Get fucked. <laughs> but you sing it. Do you, sound, you sound exactly like you Jackman there. Yeah, I get that a lot. Not at all. <laughs> that was a joke. Sometimes I've, I've my hair to, goes through watering. But what was it? Yeah, sorry? I've told you that like a million times. Yes, I do. Actually, I I watched the um, I had to I had to watch the episode of uh. I keep pl- I'm not trying to plug it again. I just I've been working on it, so it's coming up. 
I had to watch the um, episode of the Stitch Up, uh, the, the Halloween episode I'm doing um, on the TV just to um, watch the YouTube upload to make sure it was it was good and good quality and wasn't being crunched or anything. And it looked good. And my missus was here and she watched it with me and she was cackling along because I'm her silly partner. And there's a couple of times where she's like, fuck, you're like Nathan Fillion. Like, I, we, I think we have the same delivery uh, in, in particular. Um, like, when he's not when he's being a character, but when... Well, actually, yeah, most of the time when he's being Richard Castle. Um, and I'll take it. I will take that every day. I'll take that over Hugh Jackman, actually. Um, I love Nathan Fillion. But yeah, I do I do put on a good Hugh Jackman singing voice for sure. And yeah, sometimes my hair goes full Wolverine if it's... Because it's getting long at the it moment. Does. Wake up in the middle of the night. Ping! It's amazing. <laughs> um, what would I say to them that isn't singy-songy, get fucked? Um, just go outside, open a window you know, do some sit-ups, have a fruit cup. Like life is absolutely miraculous. It is too, it is too short to be sitting around yelling about everything that you think that's wrong. Go out and find some stuff that's right for you, whatever it is, you know, go out and find some joy. Get on, have a good relationship with pleasure, my friends, because you're going to need it. And also, go fuck yourself. (laughs) What was the second question? Yeah, uh, get fucked. I'll fuck you on dick. Or whatever. I forgot you said that before. What? Do the yoga class. And uh, fuck your own dick and namaste. (laughs) (laughs) That guy's just rude. Um, Yes, fuck your own dick. And get a hobby. Which is not fucking your own dick. That's not a hobby. That's um... (laughs) a... Damn it, you beat me by like two seconds. We're becoming the same person, brother. Oh, I love okay. it. I love it. I love it. It's good. It's good. This is this is, <laughs> whew, this is good comedy. Right. What's the second question? Which project do you love? Which project would you love to see She-Hulk and Werewolf by Night appear in in the future? Probably She-Hulk turning up in the new Daredevil series. Absolutely. As a regular, she doesn't even have to be in She-Hulk form. She can be in Gen form and just be coming in like, you know. Daredevil's had a bad night, so she comes in, patches him up, and they rub one out. Or um, the <laughs> for don't shake your head like you not... you know who like you, I'm not doing anything. You joined this meeting, you know you love it, and don't act like you don't. No, um, you joined the fucking meeting. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Digging my own hole. Yeah, definitely turn up in in Daredevil: Born Again, and I would like to see Werewolf by Night. Did you say I'm digging my own hole? Ah, Addy. I meant a literal hole, not I'm my sorry. hole. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I listened to this podcast the other day, and the last 10 minutes was just them cackling to themselves because they're idiots. Whatever. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yes, so she she hulk or at least uh jen you know appearing in daredevil born again which is bound to happen and i would like to see werewolf by night either come into um you know have a longer series himself come into moon knight absolutely or the blade picture i would love to see the daredevil show start with like um mad murdoch leaving she hulk jen's house and then going back and like like you said um having her like in the show just trying to comfort him and stuff because, like, yeah. you know, they're, they're both lawyers and they, they understand the struggle that there is. So. It's a very particular set of problems 
you know, uh, uh, especially as a defense attorney. Yeah. So I, I totally agree with that. What about um, the werewolf by night? Um, I don't think werewolf by night would be like a good, <clears throat> a good addition to uh, the Blade film because I don't even know when it's going to happen. I don't think anybody does. <laughs> it's um, apparently the script isn't, you know, it's just what you hear tabloidy stuff. Perhaps the script isn't isn't very good. You know, it's been sort of batted around a few times, but you know, it must be hard to find new ground. They made three Blade pictures, and they've also been making superhero films rather successfully for the past fifteen years. You know, what more? Could, what more do you need? What What can be said new that hasn't already been said? And how do you get around making Blade not R-rated? Um, you know, it's about vampires, you know, I, I don't know how you do vampires, not R-rated it, it, you can't count Twilight because that's, 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 you know. that's from vampires. That's, that's teen, that's teen sex fiction. That's, that's not anything. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, yeah. Whatever about Twilight. I don't have a problem with the story of Twilight. I don't have a problem with people enjoying it. I, I don't have a stake in the, in the game cause I couldn't care less, but those movies are really badly made. Um, you know, you want to talk about bad CG, fuck me. I know it's a little bit older than all this stuff, but they are just, they're, they're barely edited. They're barely written. It's just, yeah, it sucks. Anyway. Um, if you, if you do like talking about vampires and everything, if you do want to, like, if you do want to have a really, really good story, it's unrelated to Werewolf by Night because I just like it the way that it is. It's, it's small, it's, it's contained and it's something special. Yeah, absolutely. Intimate. Like the the opening scroll that's like that like reminds like tells us about the history of this family that haunts monsters. Mm. Um, uh, have you ever played the Castlevania games? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Have you seen the show Castlevania? Yeah, we talked about this on an episode. I can't remember which one it was though, and I was like, it didn't Warren Ellis create that and write it? And it is Warren Ellis, the 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 comic book writer. Uh, writer. Um, yeah, I still haven't peeped it. It's literally at the top of my list of things to to watch. Man, it's it's shame because like that that like whole sequence it reminds me so much of Castlevania, especially like the Belmont the Belmont family and like the way that they have weapons to to kill Dracula and everything. It's 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 a it's a really amazing show that wraps up really really well. It's it's lasted four seasons, but I I would really recommend you watch the first season because it's only it's only had four episodes. It's like a it's first act of a five act story. Cool. And it's and like that show has one of the best pilot episodes ever. Yeah, you've you've said that too. Yeah, I I, I don't know why I didn't do it. Johnny talks about it too because he's a huge fan of that um that show. He uh, and and um, another guy who we um were in the film club with Tim. Um, yeah, they, they they rave about it. So there you go, folks. Go out there and watch some Castlevania for yourselves. What's the question? A number the three. Just the question is, what are the characters that you want? to see in uh, Avengers Secret Wars. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't know what Secret Wars is because there's no... Obviously, Kang's going to have something to do with it. By the way, Jesus Christ, did you see the trailer for Creed 3? I Fuck, did. that looks awesome. And the dude who plays... I don't, what's the actor's name? The point is, not only does that movie look baller, he is an absolute monster in it. He is a giant of a human being. Like Michael B. Jordan's big, but he's still quite lithe and athletic. This guy looks like a bear and not like a big, big sexy bear, like a, an animal bear. Uh, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. So whatever he ends up doing, whatever it ends up being, we don't know yet. There's no, there's no way to know. 
but in terms of characters, um, I would like to, I think I would like to see the X-Men interacting with the Avengers, honestly, um, especially after reading, uh, Avengers versus X-Men recently, like the heart, the, the trade paperback of that story, um, and see them. Yeah. Not, not always be on each other's side. Um, yeah, I, I I'm, I really like you. Like you said the other day, you know, you're, you're an X-Men kid. Those movies are, uh, you know, your your favorites, um, you know, in the genre. Uh, the cartoon, you know, that baller ass t-shirt that you've got with all the, the pictures of them and it just says mutant and proud. Like, you know, that's, <clears throat> these are your characters. We've seen them done in so many different ways in the comics. We've seen them done, you know, on screen. Um, I think it's time to see what, what they could, what else they can be. You know, it's a new generation of kids um who can who can start enjoying these stories and don't necessarily have to watch something that was made in 2000 so yeah x-men what about you yeah just just picking back off of you um i i have my thing but uh yeah like as you said it's a new generation and there's no there's no better way to start a new generation by by having a having an x-men story yeah that's that's because it's man i don't want to get into it but it's it's there's so much there I think we're going to have to do an episode on 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 X Men as a concept, um, you know, as well as uh, you know the movies and stuff. It is a filmatics podcast, not just um, nerds. We do a lot of nerd stuff, but whatever. If you're listening, it's episode twenty, so you're obviously enjoying something about it. Yeah. Maybe it's my docile tones. You know what? My professor called me a nerd, in a good way. Oh, good. I was going to say, tell your professor to go fuck himself. I mean, don't do that because that's you know just like put a frog in his desk. We're having a Star Trek voice. <laughs> We're having a Star Trek versus Star Wars uh, debate, and I was uh, on the Star Trek team, and we won because nobody else knew what the fuck Star Trek was. So I just, I just, yep. I just said everything, and then the next week I was on the Star Wars team, and I won because I knew. Well, me, I am very, very ambivalent when it comes to um, Star Wars and Star Trek. I'm, I'm kind of neither. I enjoy other stuff. It's just not really you see me some people are like one or the other like you read the stones or the beatles you know you're like rolling stones or the beatles yeah i think that is there's something that people have in their head you're either one or the other and i i'm neither of those things um uh, the character that i would really really like to see because we, because we're leading up to that anyway is um galactus Ooh, yeah galactus I pulled out the fucking G card. I don't know what what the fuck did I talk like that? (laughs) The G card. I'm dropping the G card, bruv. And then you drop a huge picture of Galactus. You know what you do? You do that and then you have, you know, Squirrel Girl beat him. Yes! Oh my god. There is a whole chapter at the back of all the Marvels specifically devoted to Ms. Marvel and Squirrel Girl because they are the last two Marvel characters that have been created within the last, like within this last decade that have stuck. Everything else is sort of formed by the wayside, but those two have have captured the art form. Um, You want, yeah, fuck everything I've said. Fuck all that noise. X-Men, Charles Xavier, you, 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 you. Uh, 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 passive aggressive son of a bitch forget all that shit I want Squirrel Girl in, in um, Secret Wars and I wanted to talk Galactus out of eating the birth the way that she does in that book Squirrel Girl is my ultimate crush nobody knows that she's great she's so cool man she's such a cool character like w- like winning battles through kindness like what better superhero could you have for like 2022 that's, that's, that's their 
that's the superhero we really need. It is. It is. And, you know, hey, I like nuts too. Well, what do they eat? Acorns. <laughs> we don't have squirrels in Australia as far as I understand. Um, if we do, they're not like everywhere. So, um, you know, some, some don't notice what they eat very often. But anyway, wonderful. Is that the last of the questions? Yes, that was the last of the questions. Episode 20. Episode 20. That's crazy, man. I know it hasn't been like 20 weeks. It's been longer than that because we've gone up and down and, 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 you know, had some breaks and things like that. But God, it's it's wonderful to be here. This is such a balm, such a salve to the sometimes trying nature of the world around us and the people who are in it. But um, thank you so much, everyone, for continuing to listen. I hope you're having a good time. Uh, if you do want to interact with us, if you want to join the conversation and, 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 and be involved, please do. You can always reach out to us individually. Um, you know, if you have something you maybe you want to hear us talk about um, or just give us an opinion. You no, know, it's like that's what it's all about. We don't need to share our opinions either. We can have a good discourse. We can have a, a discussion about a topic that we don't agree on and not have it be something that blows up and becomes you know ridiculous the way the internet does where everybody's against each other just come and come and have a chat and while you're there share the, the good word with that's it make it sound very religious share the good word with people about the filmatics podcast the good have you heard the good news about the filmatics podcast let me give you a pamphlet and fucking ruin your sunday anyway <laughs> what i'm saying is let let people know go on these platforms go on your your, your uh uh what is it? Spotify and, and, and Apple, Amazon Music and like and subscribe and rate and review. It really does help people come and find the show. And hopefully they get something out of it uh, that you have also. So all the best, Addy. You're wonderful. No, you're amazing, right? You're amazing. You're amazing. You're, fucking- you're the one who's amazing, mate. <laughs> Look, if anyone's amazing, it's you. No, it's fucking you, man. <laughs> right? You, you and... Okay. <laughs> Me and you and Andrew Garfield. We're all amazing. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know you're listening, Andy. You love the show. <laughs> I love you, man. I <laughs> love you too, buddy. We'll, um, we'll see you next week. We don't know what we're doing next week, but it's going to be fun. Yeah. And there's a special episode coming very, very soon. So be on the lookout. Yeah, that's right. We're going to record it in space. So <laughs> yeah, we're gonna... you won't be able to hear anything, but we're going to have a good time. We, we're going to be Tom Cruise into anything. <laughs> Actually, just before we go, I just I saw an interview last night about um, because uh, John Hamm, the actor, is in the new Maverick picture, um, and he was on Roger Stern talking about it, and um, is it Roger Stern? Howard, Howard Stern, Howard Stern, Howard Stern. Why are you Roger Stern? That doesn't make any sense. Howard Stern. He's on the Howard Stern show talking about it, and he's like, "Hey, you know, you you're in Maverick. It's a huge film." And he's like, "Yeah, they they called me. Uh, my agents called me and said." Um, you know, they, they want you, they're looking for you, you know, for, for a role in Maverick. And he was like, whatever it is, yes. And they're like, oh, well, we're, you know, we're still working out the money. He's like, no, you don't understand. If you don't secure this for me, now that I know that I'm supposed to have it, I will fire all of you. <laughs> He's just like, I want to work with Tom. And he, he met Tom Cruise at a, at a like a football barbecue party um, at Jimmy Kimmel's house like 10 years earlier. And just Tom Cruise turned up to this, this party with his mum, no less. And they just came and sat and watched the football and ate fucking chicken wings or whatever. And he went up to John Hammond and was like, I love Mad Men. I love that show. You're so good in it. It's, it's, it's amazing. I love that show. And John Hammond was like, I couldn't talk. It was just, he, he is the last of the movie stars. You know, he really is. Um, I just thought it was a very sweet story, John Hamm. 
And go and see Maverick as well. It fucking rules. And on that note, stay amazing and stay safe. (laughs) 